going on, fairy family? It's your girl, Empress Zynga, and today it is happy super lunar eclipse, blood wolf moon. <laughs> that was a mouthful. <laughs> um, today I am sitting with my sister, Zyla, from St. Lucia, um, and we meet or try to meet at least every full moon <laughs> and share <laughs> readings and sacred dialogue and talk about the cosmos and bond through sisterhood so welcome oh, finally yeah. to the podcast i know <laughs> it's uh, interesting to see how long like like the one i deserve to be on so i'm, I'm very i'm like <laughs> observing us in out of body experience while going through it right now i'm so excited <laughs> I'm very, very happy to have you here. Like I told everybody mm-hmm. last year in the cycle finale that a lot more sisters that I know are going to be on this podcast. So it's really going to be family oriented this season. Mm-hmm. Um, as I tell, told everybody in the intro that you are from St. Lucia. Yes. And, um, we met via Instagram through a mutual friend, Big up Klish, mm-hmm. he's listening. Yes. Um, Hi. <laughs> regional filmmaker um, from Barbados. And he said, when he came back from this particular trip to St. Lucia, he says, um, do you have any family in St. Lucia? I said, no, not that I know of. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. But I, I don't think so. He's like, I, I met this woman there. And her embodiment and how she speaks and how she interacts with nature. She, he was like, I, I think you have a doppelganger. I said, oh, okay. Just shrugged it off. I'm like, you know, people are similar. And mm-hmm. he tagged us in a comment on Instagram. And we've been talking ever since. And he was absolutely right. I feel like I have a long lost twin yeah. <laughs> in Lucia. So, yeah. yeah um, so happy everything dot. Yes, happy everything. <laughs> so tell everybody about yourself. Okay, so I am a secret dialogue uh, intuitive artist. And what that is, is I teach people about the, the art of listening to the different voices and parts of self different voices in your head in your heart um little inclinations um so i've i've created five main categories that i start off with clients and then you can change it um if you want to it's a what i call a creative healing technique Mm -hmm. so the five main parts of self would be your inner child your divine beast which is like a protective nature Mm -hmm. um the human student which is the active part of self that interacts with life and is a lifelong lunar um, your creative genius, that's the part of you that always has the answer that people go to for, for perspective, information. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the part of you that's highly creative, always filling voids within self and, and spaces. And then your um, divine spark and or androgynous presence, which is mm-hmm. that um, if you identify as a woman, then your goddess aspect, if you identify as a man your godlike aspect but really the fact that we have half half mm. and we're always calling on that part of self so um yeah we do it for i do also a lot of work with rape um trauma client mm-hmm. i have a i'm a co-founder of a non-profit organization called prosafe so 
that's kind of what inspired me to do that because that's kind of what helps me through and and on this journey of being an advocate in this Caribbean context Mm -hmm. but then I've also branched out and done it for just anybody we've done empowerment sessions and um, amplification sessions so if you are not depressed and you are doing well but you want to one up it and mm-hmm. and more and make it more and, and get exponential with it then we can play so it just it really just depends on what your inner dialogue sacred as in private dialogue wants to tell you mm. it sounds as we always say it's very delicious mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that mouthful is very delicious and um in your practice um yeah. how how do you see people opening up to what you have been doing so far it's been phenomenal um i always i I constantly get new clients and i love catching up with old clients people i started with who came in the door for prosafe as survivors identifying as survivors um people who came in through the door um just identifying as having anxiety or being stressed and later was like oh yeah and also i'm a survivor of rape trauma, but also just any life trauma, because being human, we go through all kinds of trauma. Um, and just watching what I call kin, protectors of energy, that's what my clients are called, what, um, watching my kin grow, watching us, watching the kinetic energy that we are in grow and not focusing on the potential of, a, of, of what, could, could, what could be, but really watching the power of what we are now even and especially in what seems to be difficult, detrimental, um, hurtful, and difficult to digest. We are so resilient. We are so powerful. And these aspects of self are, are keeping us um, returning from what I call the suicidal ledge when I teach. Um, there's, so much, there's so much inside of us um, constantly battling that kind of ideation of why am I here? What is the point? <laughs> Should I stay or should I go? And if I stay, how? And um, really letting your, your body help you answer those questions. Very yeah, powerful. definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I totally relate to that. I find that after like a certain level or a certain uh, age, we start to ask ourselves, where are we here? And have this existentialist realization of, oh, the world is so bigger than us. And where are we mm-hmm. here? And what is my purpose in life? And it can mm-hmm. get very, very overwhelming. And sometimes mm-hmm. I wonder if it's more a loss of ritual where that is concerned because um, not a lot of us get chance to or do not take that leap into intuition to do rituals for ourselves like tonight i know that well from my audience at least if you do listen to this type of podcast you would be like-minded or you are at least curious enough to be here um Mm -hmm. tend to around a full moon you know some people charge their tarot decks their crystals um some people put water outside so that it can charge and it can carry with you for other things um some people dance and sing under the full moon have a, a sisterhood mm-hmm. tent or a red tent or something mm-hmm. dealing with the energies and a lot of that is lacking um from at a caribbean aspect i think because i have sisterhood mm-hmm. around the caribbean and 
it it seems to be lacking as black women. I don't know if we are just too busy to do it or we don't scary enough to say believe in it anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, so I do a lot of what I call like, de- um, deconstructive um, deconstructive focus in in dialogue so the whole time somebody's listening speaking to me i'm listening to every word and the word sound of that word (laughs) and so the one that i want to hold on to what you said is i don't know if we're too busy as black women um busy being romanticized i think we we have that non-enoughness we work way too hard we have that ptsd we have anxiety we try to keep busy Mm -hmm. and and keep distracted from the pain and the pressure of what's really going on inside. Mm -hmm. Um, And we haven't had that encouragement because of our historical context, Mm -hmm. um, in my perspective, and because of our economic climate, which we had spoken about when we did the goddess um, podcast that you had done before, the goddess um, complex. Goddess complex, yeah. Yes. Um, Still ongoing. Yeah, I mean, when I did it with you, yes. um, we touched on that. And um, so for me, it's not really that we're too busy. It's that it's it's too much pressure. And we have to admit that just that admission can give a good sigh of relief. It's like, it's not that I'm too busy. I just, <laughs> I, I'm afraid to, to face it. I'm afraid to create the time. If I had to start facing the depression and anxiety, I wouldn't be able to take care of my children. I wouldn't be able to go to work. I wouldn't um I wouldn't be able to function. Maybe it's also because you have to address or undress the wound and Mm -hmm. look at all of the trauma and the information that's inside so you can clear it. And if you happen to hit it and the information Mm -hmm. comes out, you're going to have to, it gets to a point where you don't have a choice but to address these issues and sometimes these issues are going to come out in cancer or they're going to come out in high blood pressure low self-esteem and you know the list goes on and on and on and on and it's just in the way how we are taking care of ourselves and by extension Mm -hmm. family and friends yeah so um, the thing with that is like I had a client the other day just asked me directly, can I just, so, so I was telling her that it's such a, it's such a powerful thing that she is, you know, allowing herself this healing journey, this process coming from this rape. It, it's such a powerful thing that she's um, able to attend every session and, and open it up every, again every time we have to talk about it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I appreciate that it's a lot to come to session every time and, I'm telling her this and I said, you know, there's some, I have clients. So she's, she's like 23, this client. Okay. And I, so I have clients who are like 50 and more who, who are just now facing this from a childhood molestation situation or marital rape, but from way back when they were like 20 or, or, or children or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Point is they've been holding it, holding on to it for years and they've never admitted. So I'm telling her it's really great that she's able to do that because It'll be she. She's not going to be walking down the road, um, covering it up for so long and having so many more miles to walk back up. And then she mm-hmm. goes, goes, "Can I just? Can I just cover it up though? Like, like I just I don't want to talk about it." Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said, "Yeah, of, yeah, of course." 
and anything you want to do is an option. Um, but we have to always look at the effects, you know, and that's what the effects of the things that we go through would be different for each of us. So that's why you have like minimization of pain happening because somebody will say, oh, um, this person was violated in this way or this person went through one kind of trauma in mm-hmm. this way, whether it be a divorce or some, a death or someone moved away or, or loss of a job, just anything, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, childbirth, <laughs> just so many. Mm-hmm. And, um, and some people love the, the experiences of, of something. One, some communities may think this one thing is a good thing or very progressive while somebody else is, is dying inside mm-hmm. because something is simple. One thing that's simple to some person is very difficult to another. And then you can get into a space of hating your body for how sensitive it is and not wanting to get the answers <laughs> because the more you ask the questions, the more the answers come. So the answer there to simplify it is to really pace yourself really like that 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 it's it's um cliche because it's tried and true in that way you know it's you take it in dosages that you can handle for the periods of time that you do don't Mm -hmm. force yourself to be strong but also don't deny your body it's telling you self to self mom this hurts Mm. (laughs) dad this hurts (laughs) I can't do this. I am uncomfortable here. I feel uncomfortable here. Mm-hmm. What so. are some of the measures you think um, women with varying types of trauma from mild to most and very heavily severe can do, even if it's just that one step, um, either to find healing for themselves or uh, finding a path to actualization through all these traumatic experiences? So one thing I say to clients often is give it to yourself. Um, Write it down, journal it, take a beat, take a breath, take a moment, go to the bathroom, go to the mirror, um, lock yourself in a space for a moment, like go outside for a moment, like literally just tap into yourself and and I have this so this like a physiological meditation we do where you just put your hand on your solar plexus on your navel on your heart anywhere that you can touch yourself like mm-hmm. just self touch your hand connect with your own body and say I felt that mm. I saw what happened there so you may you may be at a conference about to publicly speak and you can't you can't necessarily like put somebody in their place or yeah. or you know it, it may not the environment may not be conducive for your character to be able to address a situation to get resolved or whatever the case may be. But mm. it is important that you tell your body that you saw what happened there yes. and that you identify this thing as something that you want to table to resolve later. You don't pretend that you are comfortable where you're not. You don't pretend self to self. You yeah. could pretend if you, if, if you, if you feel that that's what the strategy is needed for whatever you're going through. But don't lie to yourself. Admit to yourself what's really going on. Always know. I always say, don't surprise yourself in that way mm-hmm. where something happens and you really didn't know that you didn't like that. <laughs> Indeed. That, and, and I don't know. Why do we do that? <laughs> I don't know why we do that. A, a buffer of, of comfort that we do to ourselves. Um, 
in the previous episode, the first one for mm -hmm. the season, um, I actually went through a very deep, or I tried to get as deep as I possibly could, knowing that they might be beginner people on the podcast, but I did a beginner manifestation meditation as the very first episode for the new year. And as you were saying, I encouraged the participants mm -hmm. to put their hand on their hearts. Um, for those who are like into doing more yoni therapy for themselves, one puts one right there by, as you say, your sacred space, your womb space, and one on your heart. But I didn't want to get too deep too fast, just in case there were any beginner people there. But it was more to open up and identify the things that you want and visualize the things that you need to attract into your conscious space and also for my listeners to if they think that they want something and they can't get it or they might not be able to manifest for whatever emotional reason that there was a visualization process that they could carry with them and turn their vibration back on to attract the things that are needed so yeah i, I do get 100 percent this this um process of opening up to yourself which is mm -hmm. very scary especially if you don't do it quite often um, mm -hmm. it can be a very very scary thing because you now have to acknowledge all of these things that have been hidden or closeted because you didn't want to address them and now you have to go through it's like cleaning your room like literally mm -hmm. cleaning your closet. You have to go mm -hmm. through all of this backlog of information and process things. And whilst mm -hmm. you're processing it, you might forget that you even had stuff in there that was useful to you. So it takes a lot of time depending on how big your closet is. <laughs> right. So And so what I say to that specifically, what I say to clients is it takes the time it takes. We have a lifetime to do it and you're with it. Mm -hmm. It's your life. Yes. It's your life. It's your closet, it's your bedroom, it's your, it's, your, it's your issue, it's your relationship, whatever it is. So if I decide to, to walk to Barbados, to fly to Barbados, <laughs> <laughs> to swim, to helicopter, whatever way I decide to get to, to go, it will be the nature of the journey, it will be the nature of the route, mm -hmm. it will be based on my physical and physiological ability to move. Mm -hmm. um, there will be many, many, many factors based on my money. I at this present moment in my hand right now, I don't see the physical cash to take a helicopter to Barbados. And I don't think that I have the, the arm power to kayak to Barbados. <laughs> but what's the, what's the, the most gentle way that I can come to Barbados? Hmm. You know, I, that it's something, it is that simple. And I'm talking about something light and fun in the, in that situation. When we're talking about trauma, yeah. it's the same thing. It's baby steps. It's understanding what your energetic level is and enjoying the energy you have. Someone, on a, someone with a cane and someone with great mobility will still get the same place mm -hmm. in time, in the time that it takes for them. And that's what we have to develop the comfort with and the whole thing is developmental that's what we have to develop the comfort with take that inventory of where you are right now and and put one foot in front of the other one breath and then another and rest in between oh that's so important to say we always forget to rest we don't mm -hmm. like maybe 
deserve rest, that we're not doing mm-hmm. enough, that we're too lazy to rest. And we have to realize that we do deserve it. We deserve it so, so much. We work so hard pulling all of this together to have this human experience, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered too, like, does sensuality help with persons um, with sensual or sexual trauma? Because they are, as most of us will know, um, on the interwebs and social medias, there are a few uh, leaders, quote unquote, or uh, people who look up to these these practitioners who are doing certain things in terms of sensual goddess or mm-hmm. sensual empowerment or you know um, I I spoke with the, a girl from Australia she mentioned something called the sacred slut and what that meant mm-hmm. and a lot of things recently the more that I am a part of the community have realized mm-hmm. that a lot of it stems from you know, sensuality and sexuality. People are guiding you towards those areas, kundalini energy and um, serpent energy and, you know, all of that, that encompasses um, all of these different things. Um, what is the other one? Tantra as well. Um, mm-hmm. All of these different things. Do you believe so as well? Or is it more of a more complete totality of things? Um. I mean, so personally, in my, in my personal private life, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a professional, the answer is always what works for the person where they are right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> based on the life experience and based on the current comfort zone. Trusting gestation, and trusting development, trusting evolution. Um, you, you always get there with one foot in front of the other, with one breath and then another. You always get to tomorrow. You always get to the next road, whatever the case may be. You always progress. Um, so it really matters where you are. So in ProSafe, we have a, we have a, a campaign right now called Here's My Now, mm-hmm. which is all-encompassing of where, what has honestly helped you at every stage. And for me, when I did my first um, drop for it, when we were, when we were playing around, mm-hmm. I spoke about um, my spectrum from alcoholism into um, my obsession with with journaling Mm. um, and how that helps me Mm -hmm. Um, and facing just addictions and, and um, obsessions and focuses that help and that hurt, Mm. but it's all about healing. I'm not saying this now to be like, Oh yes, I was a bad person for drinking too much Mm -hmm. (laughs) That, that I have to be honest with myself because I'm no longer there anymore but I was there and you have to be fully there for you to get out of it. Mm. So you have to be, you have to go fully through the stages and let the stages move through you and listen to your body and, and face the, the, the root. Sometimes the trauma that happened that you're, that you are um, numbing for or, or doing something wonderfully healthy for mm. is not the root of the pain. The, the trauma um, made it loud and and made it that you were were now not able to deny it, but mm-hmm. it's it's hardly ever the root of the pain. Mm-hmm. And how we know that is when trauma happens later after you have done a lot of healing, your bounce back is almost 
instantaneous. Yeah. And it's not because you didn't go through the trauma. It's just because now you know yourself. You know that you know. You know that you have the capacity. And now you're in a place where, relative to this thing, you're no longer afraid. Mm. And again, it could be something as simple as public speaking. While I'm saying simple, somebody can be having a panic attack by just, just by hearing me say public speaking. <laughs> you, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, 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 to, it's to realize that it really matters um, where you really are right now and that it's okay to change your mind with integrity to self, say, you know, wow, like, until I, until I heard this perspective or until I heard this person speak about it or, or watch this movie or read this book or had this epiphany, mm. I really was afraid to go down this journey. But now I realize that, that my sensuality and my sexual expression and my sexual and, and sensual identity and, and my relationship with my core, <laughs> my core, it's my being, mm-hmm. um, my center of creativity, my relationship with that is vital for life. That's mm-hmm. what life came from. That's how life came to be, male and female. Mm-hmm. So yeah, awesome. And and they and um, it's a it's a major injustice to being human when because of our historical context, all of us yes, okay, black women, but all 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 um, races and ethnicities who've mm-hmm. gone through the different oppressive periods and um, overt ones, and of course the the subtle active that that is there to date. Um, when we face those things at the root of them, there's always some spiritual and sexual violation happening. Mm. So, so they being the oppressive entity wins when we are not sexually and sensually comfortable. Mm. So can you imagine if black people were having great sexual lives together, black men and women all around the world were just <laughs> totally in love with their body, minds and souls and each other and just having great sex. <laughs> Start a revolution. Yeah. (laughs) Well, inside. Yes. (laughs) I think that's awesome too. And um, even though we were um, opening up with a very long list of what this moon energy is all about, Mm -hmm. I want Mm -hmm. you in your mind to explain or give your ideas or concepts on what we should be doing around this time. I mean, I will see if I could put it up on the day of. So that will be like a very special, oh my God, the turnaround time for this podcast has been great. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you got one two days ago. Um, But I would like to put it up tonight um, under the eclipse where everybody can Mm -hmm. hear and, and prep if they can. So in this moment, what do you think persons can do? I mean, outside of the charging of cards and crystals and water, what else do you think we should be doing? So my, my answer again, and I'm going to say it over and over again because it matters so much, is do whatever you feel like doing. Now I say do whatever the freak you feel like doing. Freak <laughs> as in F-R-E-Q-U-E, frequency. Mm-hmm. So whatever you really, whatever your your gut tells you in some way, we say your VAP, it's the same thing. It's like that, it's that, you know, just on a whim. Mm-hmm. That's really what you should always be doing as much as possible. <laughs> um, and especially around this time. This thing about this time is it's a harvest time. Yes. So it's a, it's a self-harvest. The full moon is for you to take inventory on what you 
you projected for yourself, simple things that you've projected for yourself that you can reflect and get a sigh of relief and be like, oh, okay, so like I projected for this, this is what I actually have realized I have. And just to say that in a positive, progressive tone. So not to be beating yourself up like you projected for this and you haven't gotten any or you only got one out of it. Like be like, all right, well, this is what the internal ecology, the internal agriculture of my body, mind and soul, my development, my gestation, this is what I've yielded to date. (laughs) And it can be something as simple as I was afraid of talking about it before, but now I can talk about it. I was afraid of thinking about it before, but now I'm thinking about it. I thought I was crazy before, and now I'm, I realize yeah. clearly I'm not crazy. That might be the extent <laughs> of, your, of your comfort and your harvest. Mm. And then, of course, if you actualize it, that's amazing. And then you can, you know, if you've actually taken a step or you've, you've sold something or you've dissolved something or resolved something, you've signed a document. Like, you know, we all have different things that we, we, that we want for ourselves, so then it then it becomes the, the specificity comes after but the fundamental um foundational line is what have you harvested for yourself what comfort what new comforts have you realized from the last full moon so a month ago to date where mm. were you and what has changed for you in a good way mm. and if the answer is nothing yet then go ahead and verbalize that or write that down Yes, I or, agree. Or <laughs> I agree. And, 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 yeah. Adrenaline has played a vital role in how I I prepare for myself because mm-hmm. the connection between writing and reading at the same time is very very powerful, and I actually mm-hmm. envision myself. Um, doing the things or seeing the past things that have happened um, as I write, which I had encouraged in the last meditation as well, um, to take your time and journal after this meditation. Because when you go through this uh, journeying, um, it tends to, it tends to, leave you overwhelmed if you've never done it before and even if you have because you might stumble across some things that you didn't realize were there but by writing down and even giving yourself some self-analysis helps going back Mm -hmm. to the beginning of the book to see where you were in in this journey that you are manifesting and the growth might be I can't believe I said that I was so stupid Mm -hmm. or I can't believe Mm -hmm. I was with that person. What was I thinking? Um, It, it, it's a very interesting uh, film script to read as Mm -hmm. I call it or theater script to read because that's what Mm -hmm. I'm in. Mm -hmm. So reading my life's work, (laughs) going back and seeing some of these things, I'm like, what? Or the very nice uh, surprises. Like you, you wanted a car. And you wrote down in your journal this type of car you wanted and the color and the tires and the insides of the seats and where mm-hmm. you would be going in this car and how you felt and how the leather smelt and how the AC was on and the music that was playing. And you totally forgot that you wrote this down. And X mm-hmm. amount of time passes and then you just go flipping through or you're cleaning your room or space or whatever. You come across the page, you're like oh shit, I wrote this down like 10 years ago and look, me driving in this car. 
it's it's so important that people understand mm-hmm. that they are powerful beings writing down manifestations writing is a spell spelling is a spell um mm-hmm. by the great erica badu she said that and mm-hmm. i think that we also need to write and journal more and try not to be too overwhelmed with it like you know, I'm I'm a stationary hog, so I got colors for every occasion, every type of book for everything. I have highlighters, you name it, stickers, rhinestones, feathers. I am your girl. But you don't have to be as extravagant as that. It could just be like a 99 cent notebook and a pencil. But it just needs intention. It just needs intention, whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, um, it's so important to to document and to and, and to have some sort of timeline or progress report, so you can so you can look back and and that your progress can become obvious to you. You need to develop that relationship with yourself where that your progress is obvious to you because we do live in a in a world where your doubt is obvious to you and and there there are a thousand different reasons why something could go wrong and the next everybody the next person that's coming up next can tell you. Um, how many things can go wrong? Hmm. But you need to be able to tell yourself the things that have already gone right. And the only yeah. person who has those answers is you. Yes. Because right meaning what has resonated with you. Because what I think has gone well for Zynga may not be what has gone well for Zynga by Zynga's measure. And that's what matters. Yeah. So even when you say, what was I thinking? I also teach that there are no rhetorical questions within the self. Hmm. We, we can get that answer. And I, and, I, and I am specifically present to go tit for tat and extract that subtle, active answer that keeps you in that loop mm-hmm. of, of doubting yourself because that person, for whatever period of time, resonated with you for a reason. And so it's no longer, that person may no longer be there for, may, for perhaps good reason. That's totally fine to admit that it's for good reason. Mm-hmm. But to go as far as downing the self or mocking the self into a what was I thinking mm-hmm. can be very dangerous, even if we think we're doing it for jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we're talking about this, um, th- that's, that's the, the, the body, the mind, the heart, the inner child, the human student that's learning, that protective mechanism within us um, is very sensitive and, and needs and deserves a certain level of adoration and devotion that we're not collectively taught to get in our in our um, <laughs> economical environment right now. There's just too much hustle and bustling going yeah. on. As they say, anybody got time for that? But that's not <laughs> that's not the case. That's not the case. We have time for it, and it's worth it. And we have to create time and space for it, mm. and realize that we are the time and space for it. Yes, time and space. And <laughs> every time I, I hear those two, those two things together, I smile because at the ending of last year, I was introduced to psycho-cybernetics and mm. with the revolutionary podcast with Abrakan. Mm-hmm. And she is correct. She she introduced her followers as well to psychocybernetics. You guys mm-hmm. should go and look that up and do your own research in terms of what that is. But one of the podcasts that she had was, you know, there is no time. Like time doesn't exist. I was like, what the hell is she talking about? Because when she said that, I literally looked at 1212 
on the, <laughs> on the wall. So I was like, all right, she has lost her mind. What do you mean? And it was just the idea that the, you're in a, a space where nothing really exists except no, there is no past because it's gone. There's no future because it hasn't happened yet. But where we are right now is what is happening. And yeah, it it is it is what it is. I mean, I came to that conclusion years ago, but not in the terms of there is no time. Um, to me, I felt as though past, present, and future were all together. So mm-hmm. just now I said past, present, and future are all together, but that's already gone. I'm currently mm-hmm. saying past, present, and future, and that's currently happening. I haven't <coughs> said the other uh, past, present, and future that is supposed to be happening. I just didn't know it's gone. So it's like time itself falls on top of itself continuously in mm-hmm. a moment. So to me, we are living, I guess this is what the three-dimensionality of life is. You're going through these three stages all at once. But yeah. in the nucleus or the atom of it all, there is only now. Because of those three things, there is only no. So getting an understanding, because it goes really, really deep, folks. Like if you go and listen to Amber Khan, um, The Quietest Revolution, if you go and you listen to that podcast, your mind is going to be like totally blown open. So you can go and check Mm -hmm. that out. Um, But it is, it takes some time to digest if you're not, you know, that deep. Because some people are beginners and they always... Um, embrace those persons who are going on this new path of actualization and self-reflection because it can seem daunting because astrology is my big thing and I still learn about it I think all of us are because the cosmos are never ending and there's so much to know and yet at the same time nothing to know if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. yeah when, when we talk about time and space it's one mm-hmm. of the same and I try not to say I don't have time for this anymore mm-hmm. I usually say I don't have space for it I mean mm-hmm. to remove one thing in order for it to be replaced so that there is a balance so I usually say I don't have space at this current time but some people don't yeah. get that <laughs> I don't have space at this current time I like that um yeah and then there's also without bitterness just looking being honest about the difference between passion, priority, um, inspiration, inspired action, mm-hmm. the will to do something, the truthful belief that you can do something where you are with that. Yes. Um, specifically with your birthday coming around the corner, um, it would be good to rewatch Amber's birthday video for you last year, which was about nasty infinity, which is right up there with what you're talking about. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> on another level so it'd be good for you to to watch that again and 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 your viewers um and listeners for your channels to to do that as well to tune into that concept and just see whatever extent it resonates you know take whatever you will from it take whatever makes you go hmm okay and don't worry about the other stuff whatever it's not for you yet and we're all we're all beginners in one context and we're all masters in another context. Yeah. And we're, and we're lifelong learners. We are eternal knowers in the eternal now. So it's important not to get all caught up in the semantics and sound all interesting and eloquent on topics. <laughs> <laughs> when, um, 
we, we are truthfully where we are and where we are is vital. If I'm pregnant right now, for example, and I'm, and I'm three months in, then that's where I need to be. Mm. I don't want to be six months in, in three months. I don't want six months things to be happening at three months. I don't want <laughs> one month things to be happening at three months. I want three month things to be happening at three months because yeah. that's where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so sidebar, that's just a new personal epiphany that I've, <laughs> that I've been, um, that I actually came up with yesterday. So I haven't even, it's not, it's not yet developed, but just sort of like fresh off the, <laughs> off of the material press for myself on a personal yes. level. I haven't taken it to, to sacred dialogue clientele <laughs> yet. Um, it's something that I'll be developing. So we maybe check on it in a, in a year from now, we'll see what I developed on it. But mm-hmm. just the, the mild premise of it is to just see that um, the answer, you know, people say, like, I don't know how long it will take, but blah, blah, but, but I'll try to do this and da, da, da. And I feel like the answer was in us all along that it should take nine months. Mm-hmm. Like we are human and our natural decision for coming into being is nine months. So everything should take a moderate period of nine months. And if you mm-hmm. give a, a difficult to digest inclination, nine months to become obvious to you, that would be so much kinder than mm. pretending that it was that it was comfortable to you that the moment you had the epiphany. Because it, it may not be easy for you to communicate and express and respond in a way that um that would really allow you to comfortably change your lifestyle and allow some epiphany to move through you if you just said, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Not not everything we're able to integrate right away yeah yeah so there is an agriculture on the inside there is ecology happening on the inside and we have to allow things to gestate and let things take the time they take Mm. that that is deep (laughs) i'm so processing stuff because i'm learning too throughout this podcast because this is our conversation as well as the podcast so i'm also ingesting from my teacher yeah, yeah. The iron shop and iron right we're both learning we're yeah. all learning um we, we can hear things that people that that listeners are, are saying and thinking mm-hmm. even if you haven't even uploaded it yet <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed i i think that they're gonna really be happy with this one this is very a nice not that the rest weren't but this is a nice different type of uh conversation mouthful mm-hmm it's nice to sit down and digest the information that is coming. So I hope everybody's enjoying it thus far. Um, yeah. What does being a goddess mean to you? Hmm. Take a moment. It's like not, mm-hmm. not a heavily. Okay, I have this answer. You can take a moment and, you know, let that process. Mm-hmm. Because it's a loaded question, even though it's so simple. Yeah. Um, so when I was writing, I have like all these notes that I just kind of put down of things that I may want to say if we get to that part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to like, so I had written down earlier that if we're talking about energy, then I want to talk about the energy as in the inner gangster, goddess gangster, <laughs> um, G, G for, for gangster on that level, um, as far as an organized empowerment um, entity in the face of the 
PTSD that we face from our historical crime effects. Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, well, so I wrote that down. Disorder. I wrote that down because um, I want to come see you next month. Mm-hmm. And I was literally writing on that when you reached out to me and, and today and found out and to find out if I had gotten your invitation to today, which I had not gotten. So I'm hilarious. <laughs> <I'm scared. laughs> and so when I wrote that down, I, I, I wrote down next to it in bracket, okay, mom, I'm listening. Mom being my grandmother who I told, my great grandmother who I told mm-hmm. you was from there. And that's a big reason why I wanted to come. Mm-hmm. beyond coming to spend time with you mm-hmm. on that private level i wanted to ancestrally connect to the beach where where my grand my great grandmother may have bathed mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that um that would be a clock family from Barbados. Mm-hmm. um i think what is what i'm saying here is that there's always a constant in the inner g there's a constant grounding um loving gang a space of belonging it gives you a, a, a feeling of belonging to self mm. first. Um, that's what it. That's what being a, a goddess means to me. It's God and goddess. I'm very and androgenous is how I label it when I teach about it. Mm-hmm. And so it's identifying that I am yes in female form, but carrying the essence of masculine and feminine. In fact, that's what my name, Zylo, as an artist means. It's the XY chromosome that is inside of me as a uh, female. Mm-hmm. And it's the law of the way I choose to live that truth. So it's Zy law, XY law, the law mm-hmm. of me expressing who I am. Mm-hmm. So being a goddess just means to me in a simplest form, belonging to myself and and expressing what I realize <laughs> I am <laughs> in a moment or throughout time and um, in a physics sort of way, um, processing the fact that I am a moment about a point, which means I am a force moving about a point. So the point right now in, in real time is the, the topic of the wood goddess. And so in real time, you give me the topic or the point goddess and you tell me, go. Things speak <laughs> and so that's what i've come up with so far <laughs> awesome yeah okay well i have no idea how deeper you want to go but um i usually go to my final question of the podcast usually and okay. it is derived from my other work as a yeah interviewer with my me and my husband's company that we have so it's called a legacy question and I really ask people what is it that they want to be remembered for or what is it that they want to leave behind um I think it's the power of our kinetics um to focus your potential energy is is given Mm -hmm. your kinetic energy yields your potential energy where you are right now in the eternal now is what will truly matter. What matter as in what matters most as in what manifests most effectively Mm -hmm. is whatever you are kinetically comfortable with right now. So Mm -hmm. if you can label one thing that you are comfortable right now with in this moment, one thing that is true to you, um, I usually go to the source of breathing. It is true that I am breathing right now. If we can all agree or not, then we can move from there. It's very simplified for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And if the answer is, I'm not sure yet, and we keep it in that progressive um, um, wood sound, positive progressive wood sound, I am unsure, but I'm open to exploring, mm. um, then the kinetics will kind of magically do its thing and, and the metaphysics of life will, will exponentially amplify it in the way that um, serves fulfillment for you. So I want people to, I want anybody who leaves my presence, the, the potent dosage of my presence to, to be able to say, I'm comfortable to be me right now. My mm-hmm. kinetic energy right now is this. My, my kinetic comforting energy right now is this. This is where I'm comfortable with myself right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, that. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> where are you comfortable with yourself right now? What's the most comfortable thing about Zynga right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, just being, I think. Just being in the moment. That's mm-hmm. where I am right now. Um, not worrying about the next thing or the next person or the next project. Mm-hmm. Um, I get very, very busy because of the lifestyle that I have. And mm-hmm. I am always ready to go. I never really rest. Like Literally, this is like the first day in a long time that I've had any rest. So mm-hmm. I'm not pushing to do any work or anything like that. I mean, I might push forward for the podcast to be uploaded, but that's something that's fun. You know, it's not like yeah. work related, um, time sensitive, deadline taking, um, mm-hmm. anything that is something that is enriching me right now. So that's where I am. Um, yeah. allowing, also allowing messages to come and trusting my intuition, um, mm-hmm. especially the messages of sound and color. And mm. why I created this podcast because mm. everybody usually goes with different things, different types of senses for whatever healing mechanism they need to have. Mm-hmm. And I realized that not a lot of people look at sound. And it came out when I was doing my editing for the the mag that we have. And I said, you know, something not a lot of people give a lot of respect to these sound men. And it was just like ever so like literal, but mm-hmm. then it, it swiftly was applied in a year about how people don't really respect sound or sometimes get lost in it, that they're so conditioned mm-hmm. and kind of forget that it's there. And they mm-hmm. started to look at sound energy and sound healing, um, ASMR, um, mm. all these different little things in, in retrospect to sound and what sound is. Sound is breath and sound is pause and sound is silence. I love mm. silence because mm. when mm. anything happens, it's always going around me. Podcast is either on, TV's on, the dog is barking, the phone is ringing, messages are coming in. And there is no more beautiful sound to me in this moment right now. Maybe I'll evolve later. But right now, it is the sound of silence and mm-hmm. beautiful. Right now, my husband is not at home. He's at work. Haha. <laughs> so I don't mm-hmm. have um, his podcast with his sports channels on or you know, people messaging from um, different companies messaging us and stuff like that. Even the dog quiet, man. Like she ain't whining. She's not licking my foot. She's not begging for attention. Um, yeah silence 
silence literally is golden. I know that's cliche to say, but it is. Nothing wrong with a cliche. <laughs> if you live in it, if you live in it, nothing wrong with it. It's beautiful, and I feel myself growing in silence and stillness. Yeah. So See, look at how much you had to say. <laughs> I didn't so really expect it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, I love that. I love that, and um, it means so much to me to be here with you today because this is something that you had spoken to me about when we first met mm-hmm. and to see you do it and to be part of it here with you um to be here with you on a restful day to actually be able to physically meet up and record and and project and share with with kin mm-hmm. um our conversation that we have privately every full moon as much as possible <laughs> is very powerful to allow people into that space to whoever would want to be open to that to share um so yeah it's and um sound and as as it comes to healing and mental wellness and wholeness is to make sure that we are of sound body mind and soul um integration and expression oh yes. so of course big up the sound man we love a dj we love somebody <laughs> who 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 knows sound and we love to as as artists um to find our sound and have our sound develop. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so much in around that and there's so much in and around the sila and the uh, silence. Yeah. So that is everything. <laughs> um, um, before we go, do you have yeah. any social media or email addresses or anything you want to drop for anybody who wants to get in contact with you for a session or just to link up and grow the family? Because I love when people, you know, hey, Zinga, I saw this person on your thing and it was really, really cool and I contacted them. Yeah. Yeah. Like- I would love to collaborate. I would love to sharpen iron. <laughs> Be silent. <laughs> someone um <laughs> learn from etc so yeah whatever whoever whoever my wood sound resonates yes definitely connect um so i'm sure you'll be posting this on your instagram page so mm-hmm. people will get that yes and it's dialogue underscore natural freak as in frequency um as in freak of nature so there's that um so it's that you well people will see it when she posts it so it's mm-hmm. on instagram um and then i guess the email address would be xyloom at gmail.com and xylo is x y l a w a u m at gmail.com awesome well, everybody, yeah. have all the deets and all the information to go and check out Zyla. She's an activist and she is an artist, by also by profession. And she's also a psychology major. She has her mm-hmm. degree. So mm-hmm. she, she knows what she's talking about. And having her here today was really, really awesome to add to yeah. the collection, to the podcast, and to this current cycle happening for the year. So thank you so much for being here. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And the energies of the lunar eclipse has blessed us. So I'm really awesome, really happy and awesome, awesomely excited about it. Yeah, for sure. So I will be seeing you guys very soon. Um, if you don't hear this podcast the same night, know that all of the information is still relevant. Yeah. But, um, if you do, I hope you've you've ingested and you go into your own sacred dialogue later on this evening and um, yeah. relax and chill out. Listen to the silence and the sound. Celebrate of- yourself.
people <laughs> <laughs> celebrate your current comfort yes yeah for sure bye guys <laughs> bye thank you yo thank you so much for sharing your time with me on the fairy goddess podcast got a question want to be on the show or you just want to give me a shout out that's fine drop me a dm at the fairy goddess podcast or at empress.zinga that's z-i-n-g-h-a both on instagram my website empresszinga.com is also up and running and you can subscribe to my mailing list there as well i am empress zinga signing off and don't forget to believe in your magic